Hey, what's up? Thanks for stopping by to hang out for a few minutes with us this today as we uh, dig into the Word again. And today, we're just going to jump right in, talking about wisdom. And I want to read a few verses in James chapter 1. In James, he says in James chapter 1, verse 1, I am writing to the twelve tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance, some versions say patience, has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. I can stop right there, reflect on just those few opening statements from James and say, you know what, yes, I would like to be perfect, complete, needing nothing. But the trials part, considering those uh, a great joy, um, because going through trials test our faith and because our faith is tested, um, patience, endurance is produced from that. I'd like to skip out on that class. I'd like to, to move on and not participate in the whole trials part of this thing. So move on. In verse 5, James says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask Him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. Now this right here resonates with me. I need wisdom. James says God is generous and he will give wisdom and he won't rebuke us for asking. We just need to make sure that our faith is in God and that we're trusting in him to do what he says he can do. And uh, that if our faith is divided, then we're like a wave that's tossed around um, in the sea. Um, so he says, place your faith in God, trust in God and our generous God will give you the wisdom that you need. And that resonated with me this week. You see, I was going through James intentionally this week because I needed, I wanted wisdom from God, needed wisdom from God. And I can't tell you how many times that me personally, I've, I've read through scripture searching for what I think I need, um, what I believe I need. And searching through scripture, finding it, and then even praying those words, uh, meditating on those words, really trying to hide those words in my heart. And that's exactly what I did this week, is I wanted wisdom, I needed wisdom, so I thought I need to, I need to read some scripture about wisdom. So I'm reading this and I'm, I'm meditating on this. And I begin to pray, God, um, give me your wisdom. Um, I place my faith in you. My, my, I am not divided. My loyalty is not divided between the world and you. I completely trust in you and I know you are able. And so God, your word says you're a generous God. So Lord, I'm asking for wisdom. And I'm praying and praying. And I felt as if God quieted me for a moment and he said, consider the context. And how many times do we read through scripture 
and we don't consider the context, the who is writing, who is saying what, who are they saying it to, what's the setting, what's going on. And so I stopped and I just began to go back to James 1 verse 1, those verses we read to start with, and consider the context. James is writing to, he says the 12 tribes. He's writing to Jewish Christians, followers of Christ, Jewish followers of Christ. And he's saying, when you go through trials, consider it a great joy. Now we know based off of the word and based off of what James is writing is that these followers of Christ, these Jewish Christians, they are going through severe trials at this time. They're going through severe persecution because they have placed their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And they are fleeing, they are running, they are hiding, they are living in fear. And no doubt many of them, I mean, we, we can conclude based off of James writing this letter in the in the Holy Spirit of God, inspiring this words, James to write these words and then including them in the Word of God, we can conclude that these followers of Christ during this time, that, that, that no doubt many of them were experiencing thoughts like, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, I don't know if I can um, carry on. I don't know if I have the strength to do this. And that's the context. And James says, consider it joy because when your faith is tested, as your faith is being actively tested right now, this test, this trial, these moments produce patience and they produce endurance for you to be able to get through it so that then on the other side, you're perfect and complete, needing nothing. And I'm, I go back to, to me and my situation and I begin to think about, you know, why am I asking for wisdom? I'm asking for wisdom because I am going through a trial. I was, our family's going through some challenges and some trials and they can't compare to um, these followers of Christ that James is specifically addressing. Um, they can't compare to what um, many of you are going through, some of the things that you are facing today and um, just the, the challenges and the burdens and the cares of life that you're facing. But it's a, tr it's a trial for us nonetheless. It's been a challenge. There have been some heaviness and burden, some weight um, for Jennifer and I, and um, it has been a trial. And so as I'm praying and I'm reading and now I'm thinking about the context of what James is saying, something became clear to me. I was asking God for wisdom. And I was thankful that I read where James wrote, God is generous to give. But I was asking for wisdom that sounded like, that looked like, that really the intent of the prayer for wisdom was more of an escape plan. God, give me the wisdom to get out. Give me the wisdom to get through this now. Give me the wisdom to do the things I need to do, say the things I need to do, to make the decisions I need to make, to get out of this now because I'm tired of carrying it. I'm tired of the heaviness. And that's really, if you could just peel back the layers of my prayer and get to the motive and the intent of why I was asking for wisdom, that's what you would have found. 
wisdom that looked, sounded like an escape plan. And then as I'm reading this, God made it clear, more clear than he ever has to me, I believe, that the wisdom that James is talking about, this is not wisdom that leads to an escape plan. Why else would we need to consider trials a joy? Why else would we need to allow or to embrace our faith being tested so that it would produce patience and endurance? If what James is saying is, you know what, when you go through it, just go ahead and pray for wisdom and you get the wisdom to get out of it. That's not what James says. He, he starts off counted joy. You're going to go through it. We, we know. Um, maybe you know. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're new in the Word of God. But the Word of God says that it rains on the just and the unjust. We are not, as followers of Christ, excluded from trials and battles and challenges and the cares of life. We don't get a get-out-of-trouble-free pass just because we have accepted Jesus as our Savior. We know that we're going to go through things just like the rest of the world. And James is not saying God will give you the wisdom to get out. He's saying that what he will do is that while you are going through it, while you are facing things, our God is a generous, generous God that will give you everything you, to sustain you and to keep you while you're in it. But we need to have the wisdom of God to do the things we need to do, to make the decisions, to, um, to have the thoughts, the mindset, um, to speak or not to speak. We, we need the wisdom to be able to, um, as we're actively going through a challenge, reflect Christ, but become more like Christ. I mean, we can think about the cross. Jesus embraced the cross. What greater heaviness is ever been experienced in the existence of this planet, in the existence of mankind, than the Son of God carrying the weight of sins of the world. And He embraced it. And while going through it, the persecution, the the beating, the trials, the, the plucking of his beard, the beating of his back, while the nails being driven into his hands and his feet, while going through all of that, we can go back to the garden where that night where he says, Lord, if it is your will, let this cup pass from me. God, so he's saying, Father, I, don't, I, don't, I prefer not to go through this. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. What is James teaching us? To become more like Christ in the garden. To become like Christ in the garden. That nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That while going through this, no matter what it feels like, no matter what the heaviness is, no, no, Lord, if you will, if it is your will to get me out, then I know you can. 
I know you're able. I know that you can move mountains and you can part seas and you can show up in the fire and you can shut the mouths of lions and you can turn a rock into a heat sinking missile that takes giants down to their knees. God, I know that you're able and you're capable. And so, Lord, if it is your will, then yes, please, Lord, I'm asking you to rescue me from this challenge, from this trial that I'm facing. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That's what James is teaching us. That while you're in the fire, know that you are connected to a God that will keep you and sustain you and he's working everything out for your good. And as I began to think about this and pray about this and that the Lord began to speak these things to me and remind me of this truth that we are going to go through things, my prayer changed. My prayer for wisdom no longer sounded like an escape plan. It sounded more like, God, give me the wisdom to reflect you accurately while I'm in this trial. Give me the wisdom to do whatever it is, to do whatever is necessary for me to grow closer to you and to become more like you while this is going on. God, you're not the creator of the trial, but you can take what the enemy meant for, meant for evil and you can turn it for good. Help me to be open and receptive to whatever you want to do in me through this situation to bring you glory. That's the kind of wisdom that God generously gives to help us to have the thoughts to respond to the challenge in ways that bring Him glory and help us to grow in Him. There was a pastor, some of you may be familiar with him, Pastor Warren Wearsby, and uh, he, he's, he, he died. He's no longer here. Um, but he wrote a book, many books, but in one of his books, Be Mature, he writes a story, or he tells the story about a secretary of his who was going through some very heavy stuff. She had had a stroke, her husband had gone blind, and then he had been t had he had to be taken to the hospital, and they they had every reason to believe that he was going to die, that he wasn't going to make it. And Pastor Wearsby saw this woman one Sunday in church, and he approached her and he said, "I just want you to know that I'm praying for you." And she said, what are you asking God to do? When you're praying, what are you asking God to do? And Pastor Wearsby respond, responded and he said, I'm asking God to help you and strengthen you. And listen to what she said. She said, I appreciate that. But will you pray one more thing? Pray that I'll have the wisdom not to waste this. That is powerful. Me, it's that fight or flight mentality. 
when the attack comes, when the challenges come, when the trials come, it's I've got to fight through it. I've got to figure it out. I've got to come up with answers. I got to I have to come up with solutions to fix it, to solve it, to get to the other side. Or the other side of it is I just want to run from it. I want to hide from it. I don't want to deal with it. And how often have I prayed that way? How often have we, have you prayed that way? And we have missed the opportunity. for the trial to produce something in us that otherwise couldn't be produced. We've missed those opportunities to show the world that even when the fire is hottest, I serve of God that, that gives me peace, that passes all understanding. I know that He is faithful that he will never leave me, he will never forsake me. He is always there for me, right with me. And so, yes, I, I, yeah, I don't want to go through it. But while I'm here, I don't want to waste it. God, I love you and I trust you. And my faith, my loyalty is not divided. So do what you want to do in me through it whatever it looks like while I'm in it and when, it, when I come out the other side. As long as I'm in your hands, the potter's hands, I know that the image that you form will be perfect, complete, needing nothing. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for your word and how when we slow down and meditate on it, God, that it, you open our eyes to see things that we may have forgotten or that we're just not seeing right then in that moment. So we thank you, God, that you open our eyes to the truth of your word. Lord, I just pray for those that may be watching right now, whatever they're going through, big, small, something in between. God, give them the wisdom they need to trust in you and to not waste this opportunity. Help us to grow in our maturity in you so that we truly can count it all joy when we go through trials because we know that when we go through them and our faith is tested, that from that endurance, patient will be produced. And when we get to the other side, we will be perfect and complete, needing nothing because we have allowed you to do something in us while we're in the trial. We give you all praise, all glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you again for hanging out with us, and we hope you have an incredible day. Bye-bye.